So we're going to be continuing our study um, with uh, a book that the youth are, have been studying last year, and I think they're going to be getting into this year once they get back together. How they're going to get back together, I'm not sure. But it's uh, 52 Great Bible Stories by Keith Stolp. And so, as mentioned, we're going to be looking at some parables over the next couple weeks. Parables talking about the kingdom of heaven. What is the kingdom of heaven? And what does it mean for us to be part of this kingdom of heaven today? What does it even mean when we pray, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven? So we're going to hear from Matthew 13 this morning. And in Matthew 13 includes several farm parables. And many of these parables begin with a similar phrase, the kingdom of heaven is like. And then it goes on to share the parable. So in this parable, or in, in, in Matthew 13 rather, and along with this parable, Jesus is sitting in the lake, or in the lake. He's sitting on a boat in a lake. And, he, and he's preaching to the multitudes. He's preaching to the multitudes from the water. You know, it was interesting as I was reading this, they were already uh, like... Uh, following COVID-like rules way back in the Bible. They're preaching outside and preaching, you know, at a distance. And uh, so it's not, this is nothing new, right? The context of this passage, though, is about midway uh, in Jesus' three-year ministry. And at this time in his ministry, Jesus had many followers, but he also had many enemies. And some of the early followers of Jesus were meeting him now with hostility and, and anger and opposition, and when Jesus would speak, they would actually, like, they'd hear him, and that would just create anger amongst the people. So this parable from Matthew 13, we're going to be reading from verses 24 to 30, and it's titled A Parable of the Weeds. I don't think it's a great title. You'll hear why in a moment, because it really doesn't speak about the theme that's going on here. But that's the title in the NIV, The Parable of the Weeds. And it's a parable that's unique to the Gospel of Matthew. So before we read from Matthew 13, 24 to 30, let's come to God in prayer. Father God, we thank you for your word and for simple stories and for complex stories and parables. Sometimes we don't even understand fully what's going on. But yet through each part of your word, you are providing us the gospel of grace and the gospel of love and an understanding of what you have done for us, and how we are able to respond to you as followers in your kingdom here on this earth. So bless the reading and the proclamation, bless the listening, bless our response even after we leave this time of worship. And it's only in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. So Matthew 13, 24-30. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like... A man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. And when the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. And the owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Then where did these weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. And the servants asked them, Do you want us to go and pull them out? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at that time I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned, and gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
So I'm going to be focusing on these verses that I've just read. But we also read, I'm going to jump ahead for a moment beyond chapter 13, a little further into chapter 13 rather, because later in verses 36 to 43, the subtitle is The Parable of the Weeds Explained. Because Jesus' disciples asked asked him, asked Jesus to explain what this parable meant. And if we read these short verses from 36 to 43, you may no longer say, well, I need to preach because you'll have it all explained to you from these verses. So here we go. Verse 37 and following, Jesus answered, the one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age and the harvesters are angels. Total clarity, right? I'll keep preaching. So I think it's important to briefly introduce what it means when Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven. Again, Matthew begins this parable and he begins other parables by saying that the kingdom of heaven is like. Now, a kingdom requires a few things. It requires a king. It requires people. In this case, often they're called servants. And it requires an area. It requires what we'd refer to as a kingdom. So again, Jesus refers to his kingdom of heaven in chapter 13, but we can also read other pieces in the the Gospels as well. Matthew 19, Matthew 20, for example, we can read more about the kingdom of heaven. and, And we'll read that sometimes the kingdom of heaven doesn't seem fair. But when it comes to grace, when it comes to God's kingdom, it's not always fair. But thank God that it's not fair. And thank God for his grace. Throughout the scriptures, Jesus refers to the kingdom of heaven. And when he does, he often confuses his disciples. Jesus came to earth to introduce the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, It is the way that things are supposed to be. It is Jesus being present among his people. Just as God was present among his people before the fall into sin in the Garden of Eden. You can read that, Genesis 1 and 2. The kingdom of heaven is about Jesus being present and overcoming sin and overcoming darkness and welcoming back light and holiness. With Jesus having entered onto this earth, it signaled God in human form coming back into this world and taking control. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost, and in doing so, he came to set everything right again. So, with Jesus' entry on this earth, his kingdom has come, but not completely. He's in the process of setting things right. And this will completely happen when Jesus comes again, when he returns. And again, in the meantime, we look at parables and stories to help us understand what it means that God continues to be in control, that he is the king, that he is in control of his kingdom, and for us to respond as his servants and kingdom people today. So the kingdom of heaven is never what we expect And even the disciples had difficulty understanding. But one thing for certain is that the kingdom of heaven is according to God's plans. And sometimes things are being done behind the scenes that we're not even aware of. 
And sometimes things are being done in front of the scenes, and we don't have a complete understanding of it. Well, in this parable, we're introduced to a farmer, and the farmer's Jesus, who plants good seed, kingdom people. And this seed will produce good fruit. And he probably planted his rows nice and straight, and he's looking forward to the crops springing from the ground and beginning to grow in abundance and even looking forward to that harvest. But then when everyone was sleeping, basically meaning that nobody was aware, the field was sabotaged. And somebody, an enemy it says, the devil, came by and planted weeds. The devil's followers. And he planted these weeds among the good seed. Weeds were intentionally sown among the wheat. The wheat was seeded to bear fruit. The weeds were not fruit-bearing. They were seeded as an attempt to destroy the wheat. Now the word translated here as weed is not just any weed. In fact, the Greek word that is used here is what's referred to as zizania. Actually sounds like a pretty nice flower. But zizania is better translated as a troublesome weed growing in the grain fields resembling wheat. It was a weed called darnel. And as it grows, this sort of weed takes on the look of the wheat stalk. So you have this grain field with what appears to be wheat, but also there's weeds included. And it's difficult to keep separate because they look similar. Darnell not only looks like the wheat, and it's not only a nuisance, but it's also toxic. And if the darnell and the grain is harvested together and then grinded together, the flour will become inedible. Some of you farmers may recall a couple years ago when the corn crops had gibberellic ear rot and the harvest resulted in good corn being contaminated with the rotted corn and in some cases rendering it useless. So the reaction by the servants here is to pull the weeds. Verse 28, they, they cry out, you know, shall we pull the weeds out? Shall we eradicate those evil weeds? Even though the title said that this is a parable of the weeds, it's not a parable about removing the weeds. It's not a parable about removing evil at this time. And probably because we are not the judge. We are not the judges. You know, there have been times throughout the history of Christianity where Christians have made their own judgments. They've made their own judgments to remove the weeds. When Christianizing societies and cultures, this has often been done wrongly and often with force. Think back to the Crusades and the killing of thousands of people, what was referred to as non-Christians. And even in the early settlement of the country, our country of Canada, where we tried to Christianize people who at that time were incorrectly labeled as savages. So much damage and hurt has been done in the name of the church and in the name of Jesus when Christians take it upon themselves to judge and to remove evil. So Lord, we repent. Forgive us and may your kingdom come here on this earth as it is in heaven. But the sower, the sower of the grain plays it cool. And he doesn't overreact. No, don't destroy the weeds. Let the weeds continue to grow alongside of the wheat. And when it comes time for the harvest, the weeds and the wheat will be separated at that time. God, the sower of the good seed, 
is patient. The servants notice that there's something wrong and it appeared to them that the best approach is to just get rid of the wrong. And the servants focused on the wrong. They focus on the weeds. The farmer focused on the good. The wheat, the fruit. The servant's response was to right away clean it up. Let's get rid of the evil and, and get rid of the enemy. They saw the dangers and they overreacted. The sower can wait. The sower sees the bigger picture, puts a plan in place in order to protect, to preserve the kingdom and the kingdom's people. Now, God's people might wonder often, why is there still evil in this world? Well, God is teaching us patience, and we're called to put our trust in him, in him alone, in all situations and difficult situations. When the good field has been sabotaged with evil, things will continue to work out according to God's good plans. He has things in his control, and he is in the process of making things right according to his time. When the world is broken and diseased and full of wrong, God continues to be in control and his plan will prevail. The kingdom of heaven is still here on this earth. The kingdom of heaven has a king. And the king at this time was present as God in human form. The kingdom of heaven is present today with the Holy Spirit of Jesus present in the kingdom, in the church, in our lives. And we're reminded again of the Spirit's presence as we celebrate the Lord's Supper shortly. And the king is in control despite the enemy, despite the devil, despite several weeds out there mixed in with the wheat. God's eye is on the good. And he doesn't want to hurt the good by getting rid of the bad. The field is God's. God is in control. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. So again, well, why isn't God doing something about the evil? Why is he not get, getting rid of COVID? Why is he not getting rid of people who are killing and hurting others? And why, why, what about racial tensions even in our countries, in our world? He will take care of this. He will take care of all of this when the time is ready for the harvest. And it's not our role to judge it is our role to continue to be God's kingdom and even to live with sin and evil, but not to be consumed by it. As bad as, bad as things sometimes seem to be, God has got things in his control and he will take care of things when it's his time, when it is time. And this will happen, but not yet. And that's the important part of being in God's kingdom. The kingdom is already here but not yet fully here. And so he calls us to be patient. And we're called to be people who are hopeful. And again, there will be days, there will be days that we might wonder, how can this possibly be the kingdom of God if this is happening in my life or I see this happening in other lives, if evil is still present? And then that might even raise more questions in our minds. Why do we, again, why do we see racial inequality? Why is there still poverty? Why does disease still claim so many lives? Where is God in this suffering? Why isn't judgment happening? Why do people reject Jesus? Evil is still active. But God's reign is still present and more powerful 
And evil will not overcome that. You see, this parable, again, it's got the title of the weeds, but it's about God being in control of his kingdom and how he is preserving his wheat, his people. So the question for us this morning is how do each of us see ourselves in this kingdom? How do you as God's people, as God's kingdom people, identify yourself? In a broken and sinful world, I hope you identify yourself as one of those grain stalks. That you identify yourself as God's sons, God's daughters. That you identify, that you identify yourself in Christ. Your identity is in Christ. And don't let your identity be in worldly things, whether it be your job or trying to gain authority or power or in obtaining worldly possessions. As believers, we have one identity. Our identity is in Jesus Christ. And when our identity is in Jesus Christ, just like the wheat in this story, we are preserved. Our future is secure. Oh, the devil will try to sabotage the field and destroy the good seeds. And we may even cry out, why, Lord, why? The weeds will try to impact us and tempt us. But we will still remain wheat, bearing fruit in the field. The weeds will not affect our roots. And we are rooted in Jesus Christ. Nobody else will judge you. And you are not to judge anybody else. Christ will judge you. He will judge others. And when our identity is in Jesus Christ, he's going to judge his people as pure, with our sins removed on account of what Jesus did once and for all on the cross. Because we're called to be God's kingdom people, growing God's kingdom here on earth today. And you know what, folks? These don't have to be depressing times. These should be exciting times because we're part of his kingdom and his kingdom work already today. This parable is not so much about the evil in the world. It is about the good in the world. It is about God's kingdom people living and growing and producing fruit in the world today. Evil and sin might make it seem like the world's out of control. And we're not to to overreact and think that we need to eradicate the evil. The threat is not the weeds themselves, but how we react to the weeds. Are we going to try to eradicate the sin or are we going to try to live with sin in this world and not be tempted by it? Because God is preserving his crop. He's preserving his crop to bear fruit. He will overcome the enemy. And the wrong in this world will be eradicated by him. The wheat, God's kingdom people, are called to produce fruit. We're called to let God take care of the evil. The farmer in this parable understands that both the weeds and the wheat are able to grow together. And he will be able to separate what is what at the harvest. So recognizing that there are weeds in this world, but we are in the kingdom, joining together with God as he continues to restore and make things right again. The kingdom of heaven is like God sowing good seed in his field. In order to produce fruit, 
in his kingdom through his kingdom people. Amen.